0: Speaking on the theme I entitled "The Unrestrained Love," unrestrained love for God and unrestrained love for our fellow man. Hallelujah. Matthew twenty-two verse thirty-five. The Bible says that one of the of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with his this question, teacher. Which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. This, the entire law, and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus was preaching, and the Bible says that a Pharisee, a lawyer, was trying to trap him by saying to Jesus, what is the, the greatest commandment? Because we know that the ten commandments, isn't it? thou shalt not bear for witness thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not thou shalt not there. ten of them and, and, and so he was he wanted to find out legally speaking, you know legal people lawyers have always like to trap people, isn't it they always like to bring quarrels when there are no quarrels they generate quarrels and they bring th- quarrels, hallelujah <laughs> that is their nature Somebody said that lawyers, when they, are, when they die, they bury them upside down because they are full of lies. And they are full of trouble and quarrels. Than do save lawyers, okay. I don't know. Somebody said it. I didn't say it. Amen. So this one came and said that Jesus, what is the greatest law? And he said that the greatest law is that you shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. This is the first and the greatest law. And the second one is that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I was saying on the, on the New Year's Eve service that what Jesus meant was that the law is 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 it almost looks like a policeman waiting for you to cross the yellow, light, the yellow the 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 red light or go fast so that the speed a camera will catch you and so that you'll be fined. If you break the law, you are punished. If you are, you break the law, you have sinned, you'll be punished. But Jesus was saying that the, the purpose of the law was so that man will live straight. So that man will live righteous. But if you, if man loves God so much, it won't be about do not. Are you with me? How many have been in love before? When you love somebody, can I go there? When you love somebody, you do whatever it takes to please the person. You would go, uh, uh, Pastor Sam was saying that he used to make useless trips, <laughs> paying 135 pounds that he did not have for the, for the sake of, uh, of, of love. today he's calling it useless but at the time he didn't call it useless today it looks like useless to him but when he was doing it it was the most logical thing to do he could not be restrained because he had to show his love Uh, hallelujah. But you see, if you love, you will do. If you love, you do whatever it takes to please the person. If you love God, sinning will not be an issue. The reason why we struggle with sin is because our love is restrained. Our love is not total. We say we love God, but our heart is very far from him. hallelujah we read uh, second Timothy. let's read that that scripture quickly. Second Timothy three the Bible says that are you there? His verse one says know this that in the last days there will be difficult times because Men will become lovers of themselves and money. See, difficulties come when people are selfish. Are you with me? The worst marriage you can ever be in or the worst relationship you can ever go into is to be in a relationship with a selfish person. Any relationship... That has one or two selfish people. doesn't work well. In all my years of counseling and and being a referee in marriage marriage battles, I I can assure you, I can tell you that when the trouble is persistent and consistent, one or both are selfish. You know, when we say selfish, we are talking about when you think about you. That's number one, when it's about your skin, selfish. when it is me first, when you hear someone and Pastor, he doesn't do this for me, he doesn't do that for me, he doesn't do that for me, she doesn't, he doesn't do that for me, and then I, 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 you know that you are dealing with a selfish person. And you see, once you are dealing with a selfish person, you are dealing with somebody whose love is restrained. See, a selfish person is thinking about their interest first. So I will do this if you will do this for me. I will give this if I can get that. I will do that because I get this. How does it benefit me? It is not a symbiotic relationship. It's a parasitic relationship. You know, they, they, they say something called 2020 vision. How many have had 2020 vision? Do you know what 2020 vision means? 2020 vision means that when you are 20 yards, you see clearly. So, anybody who can see clearly at 20 yards or 12 meters, it means they have 2020 vision. Are you me? So so if you can see clearly 12 12 meters, then you have 20-20 vision. So see, if you are in a relationship, it is time to check whether the love is unrestrained or is restrained. You see, majority of us, our service to God is restrained. And that is why we don't get the benefit, the full benefit, of God's love. Let's read on. Let's read on. He says that for men will be lovers of themselves and lovers of money. See, when you love yourself, you boast. Are you anybody who is who is selfish, is boastful? Do you know who I am? And the next thing, if you are selfish, you will be proud. Blasphemous, disobedient to parents, and thankful and holy quickly unloving, loving and forgiving. See, when you are selfish, you'll be unforgiving. Because when they step on your toe, it hurts because you love self. Did you touch self? Anybody you see yourself is like the people of your eye. Anybody who infringes you, you feel it so badly because you are a very selfish person. Slanderous. See, all these things are children of selfishness. You understand? The mother is selfishness, and these are her children. Unloving. Unforgiving. Slanderous. Without self-control, you see, if you are selfish, you exhibit all these things to your partner. You exhibit all these things to your God. You exhibit all these things I'm talking about will be seen in your life. Some of us we are we 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 are unforgiving to God. We don't forgive God. See, there there are some of us in this room. We are angry with God, but we don't say it. It's in our heads. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. But you're angry with God. If you met God, you will have some things to say. Without self-control. You see, a selfish person cannot hold or withhold from itself. Anything the self wants, self will have. Listen, this self, never trust it. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Never trust yourself. Have you ever made a mistake before? Give me a wave if you have. And did you re- do you regret that mistake? Yeah. That if you have ever done that, then the probability or propensity of you repeating that uh, mistake is great. Mm. So, you will make another mistake. So don't be too strong about self. self is not all that. Brutal. The spices of good. Traitors. A selfish person will betray you any day for their benefit. I ain't suffering for you. We are preaching. Haughty. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. See, what he's saying is that if the total summation is that if you are selfish, you'll be lo- a lover of pleasure. And if you're a lover of pleasure, you can never be a lover of God. Because the thing that pleases us as human beings displeases God. The Bible says, For the carnal mind works death. If you are all about the carnal self, it's death. Because the spirit of God within us is an enemy to our flesh, our self. So if you are somebody who is into self, you are an enemy of God. I didn't say don't look me that way. Read on. Next verse. Having the form of godliness. You see, selfish people look godly. But they deny the power of God. From such people turn away. Give me the amplified version. Give me the amplified version of this. He says that holding to a form of outward godliness. Are you with me? It's outward godliness. Religion, although they have denied their power for their conduct. There's a certain power that is in this religion. There's a certain power in the gospel. But that power is tamed or is, is restrained by selfishness by removing yourself removing uh, 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 withholding part of you amen there's a certain there's a certain powerful power that we we'll receive when we give our, our our everything to God but that thing is not seen because we love ourselves too much for instance we are about to fast. A lot of people who are into self oh, will not fast. Take your time, Pastor Do they you understand? They, even if they, they, because they will give you 10 reasons why they cannot fast. Yeah, they will gi- that is when they remember that they got ulcer when they were children. Also, also. That's when they remember that the doctor once said in, in 10 years ago that they should not skip breakfast. So, the power that is in, in fasting is never realized because of selfishness. Hallelujah. The, 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 we, we, because of the, our selfish behavior and, and, and all that, it, it makes us not get the full benefits. And you see, I was saying to you that most people will give because of selfishness, they will decide what pastor they want to listen to. Because they will want a certain type of messages. Are you with me? That is why if you look around all the churches, it's that my year of progress, my year of double blessing, my year of double honor, my year. There's nobody who says my year of suffering. I have, I have monitored most, most, of the, uh, what's it called? most of the sermons that were preached on 31st. Hardly would you see any pastor say it's my year of sacrifice or my year of suffering or my year of pain. But Jesus said that if any man will come to me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. How can you say you are serving and following after Jesus? And you're not prepared to take up your cross. Do you think the cross is a fashion accessory? No. The cross is for for dying. It's for suffering. It's for pain. Selfish people don't like to die. Selfish people don't sacrifice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want the benefit without the, the pain. We want the benefit without the, the toil. We want the benefit that God gives. But see, the benefit that God gives is with pain. Somebody has to pay the price. There's always a price. Even Jesus, when he came to the, 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 the crossroads, he said, Lord, if it be possible, let this bitter cup pass over me. But you see, he had to drink that bitter cup for you and I to have freedom. Amen. Amen. And we will have to drink some bitter cups ourselves so others can be free. We can never say that we love God when our love is restrained. It is not all out. You love somebody who loves Jessica, Monica, Rebecca, Jemima, Veronica, you, you 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 love a man but he also his love is also shared amongst five women <laughs> sisters how many of you will be happy about that yeah but you see that is how we are to god we love him but we love Jessica Monica Barbara Sandra <laughs> You see that, really. You see, the person you talk more with is the person you love more, isn't it? So, to, uh, to tell me who between God and social media, who do you talk to more? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I had to run because I felt the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Isaiah 29, 13, the Bible says that, Therefore the Lord said, Inasmuch as as these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but they have removed their hearts far from me, their fear toward me is taught by commandment of men. When you see the pastor, then you begin to behave properly. When you see the pastor, you pray. When the pastor leaves the room, you go on your phone. Some people are sitting in in church as I'm preaching. They are doing shopping lists. Some people are doing Snapchat. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Are, are, you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. You see, our love is, is not total. It's not full. It is, it is restraint. And so we don't benefit from God. You see, when a, a lover discovers that you are cheating, it spoils the relationship, it halts the relationship. Are you with me? There are some people, I don't know whether there are some people who discovered that their husband had a child who is within the period that they've been married. That That steals the passion of love they have for the husband. Are you with me? You see them now become very suspicious when he leaves his phone. They try to hack in to go through to see who he's talking to, to see what he's doing because you are very suspicious. Are are you getting it? Because, and, and all those things that not occur well for a good relationship between two people. Amen. See, God really wants to love us so well and so badly. But you see, when he discovers that our love for him is not pure, just like you, just like me, he also restrains his love and he restrains his power. That's how come we've been Christians for a long time, but we have never enjoyed a certain power of God. We have never enjoyed a certain blessing that we need to enjoy. We have never enjoyed a certain peace. As we've never enjoyed a certain realm of fellowship because we are selfish. Because our love for him is restrained. See, God says something. To the pure, I will show myself pure. To the forward, I will show myself forward. The word "forward" means dodgy. So God is saying that to the dodgy person, I will also become dodgy. So you see that the relationship we have with God is a dodgy relationship. We are dodgy to him, he's dodgy to us. That's how come some of the, you pray and pray, nothing is happening. Because you don't have hope in heavens. You see, when Jesus went to the, the uh, baptism, there were, people were being baptized. But it was only Jesus that the says, and he entering into the water to be baptized. The heavens opened, and a dove, uh, the dove, the spirit descended like a bodily shape of a dove, and the word was spoken from heaven. They heard that thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Why was that not said about any other person who went before and after? Which means that the fact that you are sitting in church all the time, you are a pastor, you are a leader in church, doesn't mean that God's heaven is open. See, to have open heaven means that every prayer is answered, and you receive heaven's backing. In everything you do. Hallelujah. But when you are, you are, you are praying, sometimes I like hit a miss. To the forward, I will show myself forward. Now you see me. Now you don't see me. It says that the, the, the power of the gospel is hid from them. See, this gospel is powerful. And it's supposed to benefit us. We who are in Christ are supposed to benefit, certain benefits. The scripture says he daily loads us with what? Benefits. There's a package waiting for you every day, every day. Benefits of blessing, of grace, of, of glory, of honor. It's waiting for you, but how many, be honest, be honest, you, between you and I. Are you receiving those benefits? Are you receiving those breakthroughs? Are you receiving those grace the grace? Are you receiving the open heaven? Are, are you getting honor and help from men and from God? Every prayer you pray, does it receive answers? If it is not, check something. Hallelujah. The place has gone quiet. I don't know whether <laughs> I'm wondering whether you are getting what I'm saying. Our love for God is not pure. It is restrained. And so the blessings of God is also restrained. So when this man went to Jesus to ask him, what is the greatest command? Jesus was saying that you shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your might, with all your soul. This is the greatest commandment. Because if you cannot fulfill this commandment, the other commandments don't mean anything. You can put all the Ten Commandments here and put love God. Thou shalt love God on one side and you to balance it. but this one, the loving God will outweigh everything else. Hallelujah. You don't need rules if you love. Hallelujah. The only reason why you have rules Do's and don'ts is because we don't love perfectly. Hallelujah. But I pray that we will get some to the place where we will begin to love God. Just like you see, God wants us to love Him like we love a lover. See, crazy about going, taking trips. Trips. Money you don't have, you are spending. For somebody who today may be happy with you, the next day they may not be happy with you. Are you with me? And and when you are going those trips, it was no guarantee that she'll marry you. (laughs) It could have easily ended up cost (laughs) ninety. Yeah, it it, easily looked at your face after doing so many trips and said, "I don't feel like marrying you again." I understand what I'm saying. But look at the the length at which you would go for something that is not even sure. But at the same time, you can't do it for any other person. I, I understand what I'm saying. And so you see that we are walking. In partial victory. We are working in partial power of God. We are working because we are not pure with God. And so God is not pure with us. But this year my prayer is that we will become pure with God. Our love for God will be real. So that his blessing for us will also be real. Are, are you with me? Let's remove any strings that we have tied. Remove the strings and love God for real. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Let's love God for real. If God be God, in in, in, in 1 Kings 18, I think 22, um, the prophet Ahab said that Elijah said, Elijah said, no, go to 21. Start with 21. And Elijah came down. To all the people and said, how long would you falter between two opinions? If God is God, serve him. If Baal is God, follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Because as much as they know that God is God, they also love Baal. Uh, are you getting it? And, and I don't want you to think about the Israelites. I want you to think about yourself. If God be God, follow him. If self is also your God, then follow self. Why are you dancing between two opinions? God and self. God and selfishness. God and 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 money, God, and and uh, uh, sin, fornication. Hallelujah. Why can't we decide? You know, my father used to have this saying. He says that, "Drink deep or taste not." That's one of my father's proverbs. Drink deep. Or taste not. If you are going to drink, drink. Let us know. When we see you, we can see that this is unrestrained drinking. <laughs> Do drink. you understand? Nobody, nobody. Yeah, but, but, uh, but it's like you, you drink small, you come to church small, you drink small, you are this small, you are here small. You are that. It's like they know you in the club, they know you in church. They know you in the in the crack house, they know you in the deliverance center. Everywhere you are known, they call you first names when you go to the nightclub. As soon as you enter, hi Peter. The bouncers call hi Peter. When you come to church, the says, hi Peter. If you are Peter, I don't know you. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, be a stranger to the the, the bouncer at the nightclub. And be known in the church. Otherwise, be known by the bouncer and do not even bother coming to church. It's time for us to be real. Are you with me? It's time for us to serve God real, out of a pure heart. And stop this dual life, duality. You are, you are hot, you are cold. You follow the, the, the people to go to evangelism. And then the next the night, you're going to a nightclub. And, and I've seen that spirit, especially in Leeds. A lot of people, they are, they, they are taking drugs. And they are also singing in the choir. Oh, Yeah. And so, God can't even fully bless you. Can't, because, who are you? Ask your neighbor, who are you? <laughs> what did they say? We, you know, I, I, I don't think God can place you. Hallelujah. I, I don't think God can place you. The power of, of, uh, of love, of, of God, is, is, is great. Are you with me? See, the highest form of spiritual welfare, the highest form of spiritual welfare is loving God. It's not when you are praying in tongues. The highest form of spiritual warfare is when you're totally committed to God. It's amazing that when the Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit, all the things it talks about are character things. Not so-called spiritual magic, but character. And superior warfare is total com- commitment and obedience to God. Not, uh, you see, we have become so selfish that we have given in to miracles, signs, and wonders. And now miracle signs, and wonders becomes the apex of spirituality. So we will run to a place where The man. As soon as you enter, my sister, I see you. I see you. Uh, Your phone number is o seven five five six four three two three seven five. Your underwear is blue. You have four children. Four children. Four children. I see two boys. I see two girls. Then you start shaking, this man is a, he's a, he's a man of God, he's a real, this is real power, who told you? And so you see pastors running to the occult and to all these people to get the same power so that they can attract people. Why? It's because we are lovers of self. Yeah. Can you tell me more about me? Can you help me to get a husband? Can you help me to get a child? What does what, what the Lord say about my future? Am I going to get a job? Am I going to get this? I need a husband. My husband is running away. Can you do something for me to, 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 to get him back? <laughs> so our itchy ear, we find people who will say what we want to hear. Not people who say what we have to hear. Mm. When you read the Bible and the Bible is telling you something, you must you must do. You skip it over. Your mind your mind interprets what you are reading in a in a selfish way. Oh, I the wrong <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like you have, you have finished praying. You have, you have been praying for a while. You then say, I'm going to open the, the uh, scripture. I'm just going to point anywhere I put my hand. That is what God is saying. Then you pray, pray, put, okay, verse. Today I have rejected you because, uh, <laughs> let me, let, let's try again. <laughs> let's try some tears. Yeah. Because you don't want to hear the truth. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. We, 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 we need to be real. See, There is no point in dancing around church for years and ending up in hell. Uh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. There's no point. If you're going to be light, be light. If you're going to be dark, be dark. You cannot be in between. It's like, as you are sitting here, if the trumpet blows right now. In the first service, I asked the question. The, the the Hezekiah was about to die. And um, the, the the Isaiah the prophet went to him and said that the Lord has said that prepare your house, you are about to die. N- Tomorrow morning you are dying. Hezekiah was able to bargain with God for 50 more years because he put his credentials down. Yeah. My question is that if God said that you are going to die. So, give fifteen reasons why you shouldn't. You should, God should give you fifteen more years. Would you have something that will qualify you? Hmm? Number two, if God was supposed to look at the last fifteen years of your life as a basis for keeping you alive for fifty more years, or ending your life today. What is going to happen? Are you going to get 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 a pass or you are going to die? No no, he's looking at the past 15 years. And there's a there's an examination since <laughs> 2005. Overdraft. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, you see, we are laughing, but it's a very serious thing. Very serious are you with me? It's a very, very serious thing. Because these days, we don't preach this type of messages. So when you start preaching messages like this, the room will be empty. You see, uh, the prophet was going to war. And he lined up... Um, no, the, the king was going to war and lined that prophets that they should, tell, they should prophesy whether he was going to win the war. Then all the prophets came. You are going to win the election. You are going to win the election. You are going to win the election. Then Ahab called Elisha. He said, you to prophesy. He came and said, yeah, you win the war. Then he said, why are you trying to lie to me? Tell me what you are seeing. They said, oh. Everybody said you are going to win the war. And me too, I'm telling that you're going to win the war because God has sent a spirit, a lying spirit, into all the prophets to say that you are going to win. So that when you go, you'll be killed. Then he tells us, ah, did I not tell you that? This guy never prophesies anything good about me. Anytime he prophesies is, is bad. Why do you always want to hear good things about you? So when you come to church and everything you hear is, 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 is to your advantage, it's not a proper church. It's not a good church. Stop going to that church. Because the word of God is for reproving, for e- encouraging, for correction, for edification. All those things must happen. So in the course of the, the, the year, you must get some bastions sometimes. You must get some encouragement sometimes. You must get some, some uh, correction sometimes. It's not that every time you, I see you, I see you get, getting married. I see you in a, in a mansion. I see you, you, as for you, you are always being blessed. So if you are going to be the top, who should be the bottom? Your mother-in-law would die. Who told you this This one has been around for 80 years? He's not about to die now. Hallelujah. People have been killing their mother in laws but their mother in laws don't <laughs> die. <laughs> have you not realized that all these type of promises they are making every year, every year in year, they're making the same promises, and you're not seeing it? Your double blessing this year, your double victory this year, your double breakthrough this year, your double, 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 double hasn't du- doubled us yet. You are still in your one. See How many of you have found 10 pounds on the, on the street before? How many in this room? How many have lost 10 pounds? The people who have lost 10 pounds are more than the people who have found 10 pounds. That's how life is. So if every time you have been promised, you win, you win, you win, life is not like that. You are more susceptible to losing than to gaining. If the truth to be told you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time for us to be real. I say it's time for us to be real. If you love God, love God for real. Hallelujah. I wanted to do, let me do one, and then I'll continue next week. Why must we love God? Why must we love God? Why? I think Pastor Sam gave us one this morning. First John 19, because he first loved us. Remember? The reason why our love for God must be unrestrained is because he first loved us. While we were yet sinners, he commended his love for us and he sent his only begotten son to die for us. Amen. Number two. The second reason why we must, this year we must love God for real is because God keeps his covenant with those who love him. Deuteronomy 7, 7 to 10. You know, when I, I read the scripture, I was very, I was a bit shaken because it didn't say that he keeps his covenant with those who pray. He didn't say Uh, Are you okay? He didn't say he keeps his covenant with those who come to church. The Lord did not set his love on, on you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people. For you were the least of all the peoples. But because the Lord loves you, remember I said that the reason why, we must love him because he first loved us. We didn't do anything to pay for that love. He just loved us. And because he would keep his oath, which he swore to your fathers, and to the, the Lord has brought you out, out, of, uh, out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God and the faithful God who keeps his covenant and and mercy for a thousand generations with those who do what? With those who do what? Is it those who serve him? Those who go to church? Those who pray? Those who do prayer marathon? No, but those who do what? Love him. And keep his commandments. See, when you love God, his commandment is not burdensome. Are you with me? The do and thou shalt not, thou shalt not is not a worry when love is there. And his, his, his covenant is with those who love him. So, see, if you want God's blessing, love him. If you want favor this year, love God really. If you want, if you want open heavens, love God for real. That is the way to guarantee open heavens on you. That's the way to guarantee favor. Your year of double honor, your year of double favor, your year of blessings and promotion and, and pushing forward and all that thing is centered around loving God for real. Because his covenant is with those who love him, not with those who are selfish. I pray that you and I will not be selfish this year. Stand you.